All right, welcome back to Just Car Guys, the show where me and my dad talk about the latest, latest and greatest car news and car stories from the last week. Yep, I haven't seen any of the content that Anthony's going to provide for us today, so looking forward to seeing what you got for us it's this week. It's going to be an interesting one. Nothing too crazy, but definitely some stuff to keep the keep the market interesting. First up here, Toyota has gotten to work on production of the 2022 Toyota Tundra. So after almost 15 years, Toyota finally decided to give the full-size pickup truck a much-needed refresh. The trucks have started being produced at the brand's plant in San Antonio, Texas, and they are already arriving at some dealerships this week. So the Tundra has been significantly improved to compete with other companies like Chevy, Ford, and Ram with revised suspension, powertrain, interior, and much more. I think this is extremely impressive. Looks good. For Toyota's planning. Yeah. Just to actually, in today's day and age, amidst this chip crisis, they're still able to have a successful launch of a new of a new truck. Yeah. I think that's impressive. That's cool. I hope they, you think they'll come out with that color? Like, oh, yeah. Do you think I mean, that color's true would. to life? Like, or has it been doctored? You know? I bet it is. I, I mean, good, I bet it's a, a little bit both. I mean, I bet it's a real color, but I bet yeah. it's a little bit altered. I like it. Cool. Porsche has created an electric supercar, but only for a video game. Back in 2013 <laughs> with Gran Turismo 6, the development studio launched the Vision, Vision Gran Turismo program, one which saw real-world automakers design concept vehicles only to be used in the video game. Many brands have joined the program, like Mercedes, Lamborghini, Mazda, and now Porsche. The Porsche Vision Gran Turismo concept will be available in Gran Turismo 7, launching on March 4th, 2022. The fully electric supercar has a, has mid-engine proportions while also being very wide and the front end drawing inspiration from the Taycan and the interior features com, features completely digital but vegan materials. They they made sure to point that out. Interesting, okay. This is Porsche's first time creating something exclusively for the digital world that will never hit the road. Wow. Pretty cool. It is. And there are some there's some design nods to the current vehicles. You know what I mean? Oh, so it's yeah. not so far fetched that exactly. it couldn't be real, you know? It's still but kind of, like you can still look at it and be like, you know, especially the rear end, it's a I could, that's a Porsche. It's recognizable yeah. for sure. You, you know, I mean the GTR came from a video game, right? I mean, you're not wrong. Fingers crossed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. They have no intention right like now, but maybe in the future. Check out the display. It's awesome. Ah, that's cool. Look at that steering wheel too. I love yeah, it. Yeah, not a fan of the steering. You don't like the steering wheel? Uh, they need to be around. It's a race car. I guess, yeah. Is yeah, it? well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, up next here. We have updates on the Ford Bronco hardtop issues. So as you may know, since back in August, there have been many issues with the brand new Bronco hardtops. The original issues related to quality. And according to a Wabasto spo spokesperson, who is the, the company that supplies the roofs, they said, quote, the imperfections are microscopic, do not affect the functionality of the roof, and are exposed in heavy rain and humidity. We found it and have put in corrective steps. Now, as of December 6th, Ford has said that all Bronco hardtop models at the Michigan plant have their replacement roofs and they will begin shipping by the end of the year. Existing customers who have already taken delivery can work with their dealership to receive the hardtop roof replacement. That statement's kind of contradicting. You think? The issues are microscopic and they're, they're really not a bad, they don't affect the functionality, but 
when it's really rainy and it's humid, it leaks a little. It's essentially what so. <laughs> so then it does a fun. I mean, it depends on right. how you define functionality. If it's just to provide you with some shade, maybe. But it's like, a hardtop <laughs> roof, so you might want it to keep you dry as well. I, mean, I don't know. It just seemed like an I interesting agree with comment you. to yeah, make. I agree they're like, with oh, you. They, the problems aren't there, but when it rains a lot, they're there. <laughs> then they're there. <laughs> So, hey, good news. They, they've got they've got them fixed. And so now and and those that have already picked up their vehicles yes, and you spent one hundred and thirty thousand for your fifty five thousand dollar Bronco. You can go get the roof repair. <laughs> their dealer price adjustment. Ridiculous. So now this is this is interesting. It's not necessarily car manufacturer related, but it's definitely something new. So be careful what you say in your next Uber because you might be being recorded. So what? this is a interesting new program. So in a new Uber program, both drivers and riders can start a recording in the Uber app without the other being notified if they feel it is warranted for safety reasons. So Uber said neither the person who made the recording or Uber has access to it without a safety report being filed. So you make the you make the recording and it gets archived and encrypted. So neither you have access to it nor Uber unless there is a safety report filed in which then Uber's then like safety it. technologies yeah. Team can go in and figure out what happened so this is this was offered in Latin America around two years ago and will now be offered in Kansas City Louisville and Raleigh Durham Raleigh Durham something like that Uber's vice president of product management Sashin Kinsal said they are offering this now in the US to quote encourage safe and comfortable interactions on a trip determine what happened and identify the best response after a safety related incident very interesting. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, there, there's probably a portion of the population that's not interested in taking an Uber because they're yes. worried about their safety. 100%. So if you can add in some safety features, like you think about this, you're still jumping in somebody else's car, right? Oh, and it's, yeah. And so. And it's a little bit different than even a cab because it's right. somebody's car. Not it's as, not like a company They're not car. like as monitored, yeah. right? Outside of what be, they're following them on their phones, I'm sure, mm -hmm. or whatever. But, oh, 100%. Um, yeah, yeah. So that that's a creative way to add uh, a level of uh, safety and security oh, for, and for I folks. And so. I bet it's good for them too, because then it takes a little bit of liability off of their shoulders, because they have now a feature and that. Hey, clear up any confusion between people. For. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. True. Very and it gives them, uh, you know, that's a point of difference from their major competitors, right? They oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Those others don't have. Yeah. Cool. Very interesting. Now, Chrysler. Don't hear about that one too much. Has a new EV concept to most likely rival the Mach E. So introducing the brand's first new model in years, the Chrysler Airflow EV concept. So the car aims to showcase new technologies like electric platforms, driver assist features, and infotainment software with Stellantis CEO Carlos Tavares saying that it's, quote, more more than a pure concept, end quote, hinting at the possibility of production by 2024. There are very few details surrounding this, but Stellantis had announced the plans for four new EV platforms being STLA, small, medium, large, and frame. Based on the perceived size of the airflow, it appears to be best fit for the STLA medium platform, meaning it would have a driving range of up to 440 miles and make between 167 and 241 horsepower with all-wheel drive options likely. The interior, of course, features screens, screens, and more screens for both driver and passengers, and it is expected to come to the U.S. as a 2025 model, but nothing has been confirmed yet. 
Wow. Okay. Interesting. Finally, Chrysler decides to make something Get that is a, a 300 or a minivan. <laughs> Looks interesting, though. Yeah. The steering wheel, I mean, I know it's a concept, but there's definitely some weird Look at that quirks thing. and features. It's got some it's, it, like backlight. Yeah. In the, it's interesting. Yeah. Look how chunky it is, too. Like, that, is a, that is a thick steering wheel. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Huh, okay. Maybe, I wonder if that's indication of like some sort of feature, like like some features they've got in it or something like that. Like it's that thick for a reason. Yeah. Like, like there's yeah. some sensors or something like that or mm. some yeah. something cool maybe behind it. Very interesting. Yeah. Audi TTRS will no longer be available in the U.S. market after 2022. So they plan to send off the TTRS with a heritage heritage edition limited to just 50 units while the TT and TTS still will continue to live. Okay. The special edition comes with five different color combinations with 10 units of each with the exterior colors being alpine white, stone gray, tizian red, malachite green, Mal malachite green, and helios blue. With these colors also come special heritage edition branding around the car with 20 inch five spoke wheels and Alcantara on the shift lever and steering wheel. The limited edition goes on sale next year and will cost $82,495. Those are just cool in cars. They're just, they are cool. They really are. I like all of those colors. Oh, I agree. I mean, 100%. Audi does something with white. Like the their Audi white, white is dude, stunning, it's right? It's so good. Yeah. But I kind of like that Helios blue. What'd you call it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that uh, sign me up for that. Like, one. I really like the red and the green. Yeah. I mean, the gray, I mean, gray is gray. It's all right. Yeah. But like the green color that they have, I really like too. What do you think of the TTRS? As far as, I mean, I like it. Yeah. I honestly, I'm not going to lie. I think I, I forgot it existed. Yeah. Because when you have well, things like a Cayman, I'll be well, a Cayman just, every day. Over you just don't TTRS. see them that often too, right? Yeah. They, they don't get a lot of press. And they they have made a, a, a bunch of them, but... Uh, I mean, I, I I like the looks of them for sure. Yeah, yeah they look really good. I think yeah. they did a great job with making a car that was previously perceived as not looking good and not like... And stepping it up a notch. Yeah, and a, making yeah. it a cool car. Yeah, yeah. Finally, Bugatti is making its own mm. bespoke division. <laughs> so, Sur Mesure... I, I have no clue, meaning tailored in <laughs> French, will allow customers to create unique versions of Bugatti's incredible cars with almost endless options for paintwork and interior materials. Seen here is the first product from the team, which is inspired by racing driver Louis Chiron, who raced many Bugattis in the 1930s. It features a combination of his numbers from a series of race wins, including some colors from uh, those ancient Bugattis that raced back in the day. And this thing is just incredible. It's, it's still cool. mechanically untouched, just a Chiron Pure Sport, but man, just awesome. Well, yeah, just, <laughs> pure, just a Chiron. I think it's cool. I like it. I think it's about time. I mean, they've made one-offs pretty... I mean, every once in a while, you know, they come out with some crazy many millions dollar of, like, one-off. But I think it's cool that they're finally they're have a They're standing up a like division this. just to do that. Exactly. That's, that's pretty wild. But for the people that have the kind of money to buy their... I don't know. The cost to enter, right? To, to get one of those... Just a, a base model, we'll call it. Yeah, ba um, base model. You know, the people that have that kind of money, they want it to be unique. Oh, they want yeah. it to be something for them. So I mean, it's, if I, it does I make sense for, money, for them to, to build in to their structure the ability to customize, you know, so that. Now, yeah. what's interesting, though, do you think Rimac will get something similar? 
because they are now the same company. Mm. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. That'd be very cool. Mercedes is launching a level three autonomous system in Germany. So the system called Drive Pilot will be available on the S-Class and EQS models and allows for hands-free driving under certain conditions without requiring the driver to look at the road. Coming first to the S-Class in early 2022 with the system tested in the US and China, it can only operate on designated highways in Germany and only up to 37 miles per hour. The system features many sensors like that are already with the existing driver assistance tech, but there are some additional LiDAR sensors, cameras, and a moisture sensor in the wheel well. The system will prompt the driver to take control if certain conditions are not met. If the driver fails to do so, the system will stop the vehicle, turn on the hazards, and call emergency services. Interesting. <laughs> That's crazy. That's one step closer. Hey, uh, it's this is wild. like a public service announcement to all of you, um, like drivers out there that drive people in their S class. You might start looking for a job in like five, five years or so. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, dude. That's people sucks. have drivers. Like, yeah. yeah, they're gonna be out of jobs. Yeah, yeah, you gotta watch that. You gotta, you gotta start becoming the people who make the program. That's what you gotta <laughs> yeah. do. These, they're not quite there yet. You exactly. still need be the, safety. Be the brand consultant for <laughs> you know the a, if smoothness. They, I'll tell of you the what. Ride. Obviously, they got a long ways to go, right? Yeah. So they're not going to be there yet. But but I'll tell you, it'll be a little hint. If all of a sudden you can ride in the back seat, and yeah, all of exactly. a sudden the door opens for you, right? <laughs> yeah. Then <laughs> so that you can get out. Start you don't need a, a driver bit, to, right? to yeah. open for you. Wait yeah, you might, might want to start looking for another career. <laughs> but hey, that's pretty That's that's pretty incredible that's technology. That's great advancement, yeah. It's pretty wild. Now, now for enthusiasts around, this is pretty cool. As we know, the Volkswagen ID Buzz will be coming as a 2024 model. Volkswagen just confirmed the ID Buzz will get a camper variant awesome oh, like so they had to necessary they, if they didn't do that i'd be disappointed. such a disappointment if they wouldn't yeah, yeah for sure like, it's, they have to that's cool that's it they yeah. didn't they didn't say anything else they except don't need that. to it was buried they like to? deep really in, like uh, not at all no of course but like that i think that's awesome yeah and I, i'm kind of excited to see what that looks like I bet they're gonna sell a bunch of them oh they have to yeah as long as the price is right true now i again Polestar, I've loved hearing from them lately. I swear yeah. we didn't we didn't hear from them for a while. They were kind of under trying to figure stuff out, but now Polestar has shared some more details about their future models. So as we know, Polestar has some huge plans for the coming years, growing their lineup to include four cars by 2024 and hit a sales goal of 290,000 units by 2025. Each vehicle features a range estimate of 373 miles on an 800 volt electric architecture with a 103 kilowatt hour battery pack that was co-developed by Volvo and Lotus, which I didn't know Lotus was involved. Polestar also developing a 603 horsepower motor so that'll be that'll be, That'd be interesting cool. as we know we just saw a sneak peek of the 2022 polestar 3 and now we get a teaser of all the following models hidden under sheets what we can expect here are the polestar 2 all the way at the end the 3 the 4 and then the 5 so the Polestar 3 is actually aimed at the Porsche Cayenne with, with similar size, price, and performance. The Polestar 4 is aimed at the Porsche Macan, and the Precept Concept or the Polestar 5 is aimed at the Porsche Taycan, Tesla Model S, Lucid Air, stuff like that. Interesting. Good for them. Yeah. They, it's, they, they have a goal. 
they're targeting yep. a specific audience, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, that cool. I'm I can't wait to see, see what comes from them. Yeah, I think for sure. I think with especially Volvo and Lotus behind on the yep. engineering of the yeah. platforms, they're in good shape. The white one's a two, right? Yes. Yeah, I saw that one the other day. It, it looks great in person. I'm having a lot of trouble judging the size of these vehicles. Yeah. Because they said a Cayenne and a Macan. I mean, those are pretty different. Well, you can see the second one in is is quite a bit taller than than the the two right but the depth is what's yeah, meant like because it, it yeah. also might not be and it might just be the two is farther back like it, it looks weird the staging in this image is making it difficult to gauge the size of these things well that's probably what they wanted probably well, yeah it's the goal you've been teased i know it's <laughs> bs now this is pretty huge as well. GM is making a huge investment in a producing electric vehicle. So per recent reports, GM is investing $3 billion, that is billion with a B, into the production of electric vehicles and battery in, in batteries in Michigan. They plan to update the Orion assembly of plant where the Bolt EV and Bolt EUV are currently being produced, and they plan to build a battery production facility in Lansing, done in partnership with LG Energy Solutions. So with that, each each project is expected to cost $2 billion, with the battery plant being split between GM and LG. And these projects are expected to generate more than 2,700 jobs. Wow. So I hear that number thrown around a lot, right? Or not that exact number, but yeah. like amount of jobs. And it's kind of hard to think about until you think about how many houses that means. Yeah. And like how much infrastructure increased. Like that's a lot of people. It is. I'm curious what that. So, okay, it's going to bring 2,700 jobs into this electric vehicle production mm -hmm. right but they're also backing off on gasoline production right yeah, so exactly. how many jobs is that shifting yeah truly? like what's how, the net is there actually new what's that net neutral? new jobs yeah, yeah. don't Agreed. know i'm sure Very there's gonna be some new but yeah now i have a question for you guys so today we're not gonna spoil anything, so don't worry, but today was the F1 championship race. First tie that they've like going into it for since what, 1971. Today Crazy. was the, the, the tiebreaker. If you watched it, what what do you think? I thought it was absolutely incredible. It was definitely a, dr a drama filled race and it, it had me on the edge of my seat for quite some time. I really enjoyed it. Do you think the decision made by the FIA was the right one? That's what. Yeah, that's there was, where I'm there was a couple curious. of questionable uh, decisions throughout yeah. the race. I tell you, even if you're not like a huge fan of F1, but it's pretty cool. Uh, it, it's worth watching. Yeah. Oh, 100 cool. percent. So, let us know what you think in the comments because I'm very curious to see what other people think about it because I know me and me and my dad here do have some differing opinions when it comes to it. <laughs> Now with that, that is it for today's episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and check us out on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at AnthonyCIFAL. With that, have an excellent rest of your week. Thanks again for hanging out with us for a bit. We'll catch you next week. Peace out.